Welcome to BizTalk with Bill Roy, episode 21. Our goal is to provide you with insight into the people, places, companies, and organizations that make up Wichita's important business community. Thanks for listening. Safety is a big priority for businesses. They want their customers and their employees to feel safe, and they want to ensure that their stores are protected. This week, we talk with Wichita Police Chief Gordon Ramsey about his views on the law enforcement business connection, feeling safe as downtown Wichita evolves, and the challenges of protecting a growing city. But first, some notes about the weekly edition of the Wichita Business Journal. This week, we handed out the 2017 Innovation and Enterprise Awards, 27 companies, organizations, and individuals that have created or invested in companies and products. They include Envision, Lawn Buddy, Reverie Roasters, and 26-year-old entrepreneur Ethan Eck. All their profiles are available in the weekly edition and online. Daniel McCoy has a story about Airbus taking ownership in Bombardier C-Series aircraft and how that might impact the fight with Boeing. That's on page three. We have thoughts from the latest Emerging Leaders Roundtable. They want to know what the vision is for the city and who's responsible for creating and spreading that vision. Page four. We also have photos from our HR Awards event, page 34, and check out who has taken out a building permit, who's filed paperwork for a new corporation, real estate transactions, and who owes back taxes. That's in our leads section, page 36. Now this. Welcome to the Wichita Business Journal Biz Talk podcast. Talking business is what the commercial banking team here at Equity Bank does best. Visit equitybank.com napkin stories. Police Chief Gordon Ramsey says he understands that some may be concerned about safety as more people move downtown and more businesses open in the core area. He says solutions include more cops and more cameras. And he says he feels strongly that the police department is an important part of Wichita's business community. Wichita Police Chief Gordon Ramsey, our guest today on the BizTalk with Bill Roy podcast. Chief, thank you very much for being here. We appreciate you taking some time out of your busy schedule. Happy to be here, Bill. Thanks for having me. You bet. Uh, you became police chief in December of 2015, came here from Duluth. Where did you Where did you grow up? Well, Duluth was home, born in St. Louis to uh, some uh, Scottish immigrants, and uh, Duluth was home, though. Tell us about your family growing up, brothers and sisters. What did your folks do as well? Um, well, I have two older brothers. Uh, they are eight and nine years older than me. Uh, one is a criminal defense attorney. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> my parents are still alive. My dad is 85, golfs five days a week. Uh, my mom's birthday is today, as a matter of oh, fact. Oh, wow. Well, happy birthday. They retired to Florida. And uh, my dad was an engineer, and my mom was a uh, district court clerk. You're the guy who puts the handcuffs on and takes guys in. Your brother is the guy who defends some of those people. Yes. Tell us about those discussions around the (laughs) Thanksgiving table at the Ramsey House. Well, sometimes it can get a little heated. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We have a lot of discussions on uh, the different issues that we face. But, yeah, we look at life through two different lenses. Right. Yeah. It's funny you can come from the same parents and have – Two totally different uh, opinions on issues. Right. Yeah. Well, he went into law and you went into law enforcement. Tell us about how you were drawn to police work. How did you get interested in that? 
Well, I had a neighbor that was actually I love the outdoors. So uh, initially, I had interest in being like a game warden, and then when I realized that you can't hunt and fish anymore on the openers because you're out working, I thought, well, maybe that's not. And I'm I like people, so it can be kind of lonely. You're out a lot of long hours by yourself. So uh, I had a neighbor who was a police officer who I did a ride along with, and I was hooked from that point forward. What year did you graduate from your academy? Uh, Nineteen ninety-three. Okay. Uh, Milwaukee Sheriff's Academy. What was your first assignment as a police officer? Uh, I was a patrol officer, and uh, I was 20 years old, which was way too young. <laughs> uh, I might have told you the story. I apologize if I have, but uh, I had a 911 call on me the first day that I was alone. Someone called 911 and said, there's a 14-year-old driving the squad car down the road. Get <laughs> someone after him right away. And I'm like... That's me, you know. <laughs> that's one sign I was too young to. You were kind of a young-looking twenty-year-old. <laughs> yeah, <huh>? yeah. <laughs> Welcome yeah. to police work. <laughs> Tell us about uh, your work. How did you rise up through the ranks? You know, there are lots of different ways, or a couple of different ways that police officers can go up into uh, sergeant, detective, and investigations, uh, and then into management. Uh, where did your journey take you through the process? Well, I did all those things. I did uh, investigations and uh, went from investigations to a supervisor. I think it started before that, though, as a patrol, a beat officer. I was assigned an area. Uh, I was one of the first bike cops where uh, where I came from, as well as uh, one of the first uh, assign- permanent assignments to a beat that had been abolished years before. I got to know everybody in my neighborhood. Right. And um, the success I had because... People got to know me. I got to know them. They trusted me. Solved a lot of crime and uh, made the community better. And I felt had more fulfillment. Uh, Another thing, I was safer. One day I was uh, arresting someone in the street, and he had the best of me. And the neighbors came running out of their houses to help me. Wow. And because they knew me. And, uh, you know, they're shouting at him, leave Gordon alone. You know what I'm like? <laughs> this is kind of embarrassing, but they did help it's me. It's nice for them to be there. You right. Bet. Which those early days help shape my beliefs on policing. Relationships are very important to you. We are nothing without relationships. So you have been, uh, you were in Duluth for how many years? A um, little over 20. And I was the chief for 10. Uh, I had worked in Wisconsin for a few years prior to going to Duluth. And of course, we've written about it, but remind us how you uh, how you heard about the job in Wichita. Well, I I had it made in Duluth. It was my hometown, um, and I kind of believe in fate, but a, a recruiter called me and said, hey, you should look at this Wichita job. I had never applied anywhere, and the more I read about it, the more it intrigued me because uh, the focus that the city wanted on community relationships, particularly with people of color. Right. And it was a lot of the work that I had done in Duluth and that I enjoyed. And as I read it, it was it was like a job description for me. So I applied, and the rest is history. You uh, you could have been happy to retire into those, maybe, right? Could have been, yeah. You know, my my uh, wife was very much career oriented. She gave that up for me. Um, kids had a great school. We had a cabin on a lake. You know, <laughs> I mean, we had a maid. But there was a draw here, and I think it's fate that brought me here. Had you heard about Wichita before you heard about the job opening here? Yeah, so uh, I was 
Age 34 in Duluth when I got the Chiefs job. Probably needed more time in the cooker. Uh, <laughs> could have used more time in, uh, you know, mid-level command, upper-level command before I got that job. So I learned a lot. You know, every day to this day, I still read 30 minutes online Google news of police chiefs for the last 24 hours. And I read what chiefs are doing, uh, what they're doing right, what they're doing wrong. So I had... I knew I know most chiefs in the country just from reading about them, right. and you know I'd read about things here, and so I was familiar with uh, some of the issues. Once you got to Wichita, you're getting up and running in the chief's job. It's December of fifteen, January of fifteen. Anything that surprised you about the community that uh, didn't expect that would you would have this here or you would see this here? The community has been so welcoming. Uh, overwhelmingly welcoming that I didn't quite expect that um, warm you know a sincere warmth and everything has fallen into place since getting here talk about the relationship between the police department and the business community well I believe police officers are not only our peace officers but we're also uh, economic development agents for the city you know, people don't move to an area because there's too many fires. Um, but they will avoid an area because of concerns about crime. And for me, uh, I've seen single-handedly what one officer can do in a neighborhood to improve it and make it better and how the different neighborhoods can change throughout years with community involvement and investment. So I, I see police being as tied to the business community as much as the economic development section at City Hall. How have you tried to reach out to business leaders here in, in the community and business owners, small and large? Well, um, through different organizational events, you know, that is uh, critical for us. Talked with uh, some young professionals groups, some young CEOs recently, um, and talked about how we can partner to make the neighborhoods better. Um, other events throughout the city I always attend and, and have gotten to know a lot of uh, business leadership in the city and have expressed just what I'm expressing to you now, the desire to be a part of the solution, to make this community uh, safe and that the reason a business never comes here or doesn't expand here, I don't ever want to hear that it's because it's unsafe. We have a group called Emerging Leaders. Generally, these are young professionals anywhere from about 25 to 40. Uh, we have 75 in the class this year, and we get them in for roundtable discussions. One of the things we've talked about is downtown living, and uh, some of the people uh, in that group live in downtown Wichita. Others say, well, I might think about it, but uh, they've raised a couple of points about safety downtown. Uh, this is an evolving area, and I'm sure the way you and your officers cover the area is evolving as well. As more people work downtown, as more apartments are, are built downtown, as more uh, retail comes downtown, how is that uh, evolving for you at the police department? Well, a couple of things. One is I lived here my first six months downtown, and it was a great experience. Uh, the other thing you must know that in my old city, I saw downtown change from at five o'clock six o'clock it was the cops and the cleaners right to a vibrant business district entertainment district and i think we're seeing parts of that downtown wichita and that's going to expand uh, to help people make to make people feel safe though they like to see visibility of right. police when we look at our studies of downtown safety 
during the day, people feel very safe. 80, 90% feel safe. However, that number changes dramatically at night. So we have to focus on uh, working with the community and making people feel safe at night. And one of the ways you do that is with visibility, with foot patrols, with bike patrols, with mountain patrols. Uh, one of the issues that we struggle with here is staffing, right? So the high uh, number of police staffing, our highest level was in 2004. We had 674 police officers. We're at 650 today. Uh, I would like to get more officers downtown. I believe if you have a vibrant downtown, the rest of the city is healthy. Mm -hmm. So um, I am committed to downtown and want to do everything we can to make it safe. But we also have a, you know, we got a city that is fairly geographically large. Right. Um, and we have to make sure that every area is covered. But my goal is to get more officers on foot and on bike throughout the day and night downtown. Or at downtown and in the developing areas around downtown. Right. One of the things you wanted to do was put more cameras in Old Town. How has that worked out for you as far as trying to curb some of the some of the activities late night? Well, I think the word's getting out. We've made arrests in recent months, uh, people breaking into cars, fights, um, that, uh, you know, we fly that up the flag so people know that they're here. Right. We have those monitored on weekend nights and various times throughout the week would like to expand that so they can be, um, you know, we can hold people accountable for their behavior. There's no doubt that's the future of policing. And uh, study after study shows that it reduces crime. My experience in my old city is businesses and neighborhoods started to fight for where the next cameras went because right. of the impact. Uh, do you see more cameras uh, going up in the downtown area or in other parts of the city? I'd like to see uh, downtown covered with cameras as well as other areas of the city where we have crime issues. Any plans for that at this point? Well, we're slowly expanding the network a little bit more downtown. We got Nasker Park covered, the Coleman lot. And uh, yeah, our, we'd like to keep moving it that way. It is, you know, there's a cost associated with it, but we think through different partnerships, grants, we should be able to expand that further. There are folks who, uh, who like the idea of living downtown, as we said. There is a concern. You say you've got a, a camera at Napsker Park. There is a concern to some of those emerging leaders that, well, the homeless community, sometimes they, they don't feel safe because of, because of that issue, which can be different from the old town issue of coming out at bars at 2 o'clock in the morning. How do you uh, put their minds at ease about, uh, about dealing with the homeless problem? Well, you got to look at our, the, the crime associated with downtown, right? We just don't have a lot of violent crime at all. And what violent crime we do have when it occurs is generally people who know each other. Very, very rarely do random people have issues with crime downtown other than a theft from a car. Um, but for us, you got to remember also, too, we're having issues with uh, people uh, dropping clothes off in different areas downtown for homeless and right. bringing meals and doing feedings. And that creates a whole new set of problems for us. And while it is the Christian thing to do is help people out in need, there are organizations in this community that do a fantastic job at it. And they're, 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 they don't just give a handout, but they give a hand up to help them with uh, chemical uh, addiction issues, mental health issues, and they follow through with homeless people that want help. Um, you know, dropping off food and bags of clothes uh, at a certain area downtown is exacerbating the problem. One of the things you want to do is communicate that to 
the community. Uh, I'm sure that's a challenge as well, trying to make sure that people know that while that you've got good intentions, maybe that's not the, the, the best way to go about it. It goes hand in hand with the panhandling issue, right? right? So the Supreme Court changed the ruling, the past rulings on panhandling. Uh, we can't uh, ticket someone for asking for money now. And when you look at some of these intersections where there are issues, people are doing it because they are get, making a lot of money. We know they're making, some of them are making hundreds of dollars a day. And again, there are organizations in our city that could use that money to help people get on track uh, and provide services for them to help them stabilize. Stopping traffic to hand over a $20 bill uh, at an intersection is feeds into that problem. Right. We've talked about downtown and old town, but uh, you also have a challenge in that there is development going on in the outer areas uh, of the city. Northwest Wichita, as it gets close to Mays, we have 29th and Greenwich, that area. So there are new areas for the Wichita Police Department to cover uh, with the same resources. How do, you, how do you handle that? Well, when I came in, the city wanted to do a staffing study to determine how many police officers we should have. So last year, uh, we undertook an in-depth study that looked at call loads, number of 911 calls, all the factors associated with how many police you need based on data. And they came up with uh, a figure that based on the call load, we need 49 additional officers and 24 support staff. So the council right now is uh, examining that and determining how they would like to move forward with this. Um, but it is clear with the growth of the city, we've got to do some things differently. And, of course, it is a balancing act. How do we do that without raising the taxes? That, right. Uh, we, we want to have a comfortable tax level, but uh, we've also got to get the resources out there, too. Right. It's a challenge that you've seen not only here, but I, I assume in your previous job yes. as well. Yes. Matter of fact, I keep hoping for the year when when I get a check that says, hey, we've got uh, extra money in the <laughs> coffers, what would you like? Right. I've never had that happen as chief, but I dream about it. Fingers crossed, maybe, <laughs> right. you never know. Uh, now that you've been in Wichita a couple of years, what surprises have you encountered along the way? Uh, have there been any surprises for you? You talked about how welcoming the community was, but as far as getting used to the community and, and really finding out about Wichita, anything else that kind of surprised you about the community? You know what? Um, so the community has been very welcoming. There are some people who don't like the changes we're implementing. Uh, you know, we're doing a lot with, uh, you know, race relations. Um, we're doing some criminal justice reform. We're looking at, you know, how our tickets, what our ratios are for, um, you know, racial bias. And we're looking very closely at that. And there's some people that don't like that. Some people don't want us to change the way we do things. And right. it's changed like any organization. But, mm -hmm. um, you know, I'll tell you the biggest place that I've run into uh, concerns for change is within my criminal justice system, not in the community. Right. The community's embraced it. But just, uh, you know, traditional criminal justice response. And as I try to bring some new ways to look at things, there's resistance in that caught me off guard and that's an issue that happens in organizations and businesses all over the place we've always done it this way yes but it takes some boldness to get out there and do something different right, right. yes uh what's your vision for the department uh as you move forward from from this point well ultimately it's to be the best police department in america that is what i would like to see uh, and we're we're working hard to get there we have you know we're implementing a lot of changes and structural changes and uh, technology, 
and we're going to get there. We're going to get there. Still enjoying it? Love my job. Love coming to work every day. I'm very lucky. Well, we're glad you're here. Uh, Police Chief Gordon Ramsey, thanks very much for spending some time with us uh, on the podcast. And uh, stay safe out there, and best of luck. Thanks, Bill. My pleasure to be here. My talk with Chief Ramsey was before the accusations of an incident with a police officer and a possible cover-up in the department. City Manager Robert Layton gave a statement to support his police chief. In light of uh, recent media reports, I'm here to express my absolute support for Chief Gordon Ramsey and to further discuss recent suggestions that he and the department have been less than transparent. While the city of Wichita, including Chief Ramsey and the department, have indeed made commitments to be transparent with our community, that does not override our obligation to also protect the privacy of our employees, both former and current including those who have made public statements that we are prohibited from rebutting. Our refusal to discuss uh, cases involving employees is frustrating to the community. I know this is also frustrating to us. Be assured, however, that the city and the chief take any and all allegations of improper behavior very seriously and that further investigation of the matters that have been discussed will be conducted and at an appropriate time will be discussed with the media and the public at large. As a community, we also need to and will continue our discussions on when to release body camera footage. The debate on this is raging across the country. Know, however, that in that debate, Chief Ramsey is a consistent proponent for releasing footage as soon as possible, but has been met with legal concerns about such release impacting ongoing investigations. This is an issue that I talked to media uh, representatives about at the time that we were adopting the policy, and we all agreed the policy was a good step in the right direction, but that we would continue to monitor it as we uh, implemented it. To call into question the integrity of Chief Ramsey, however, is simply inappropriate. Chief Ramsey has brought a fresh vision to this community and has made great progress both in realigning the police department and in building trust between the department and our residents. He is honest, forthright, hardworking, and accomplished. He has yet to complete the many initiatives he believes are important inside and outside the department, but he has made progress. In a short tenure, he has already created an Hispanic Advisory Committee, a God Squad, and a Citizen Review Board to obtain more community input. He started to work on a new comprehensive model for addressing domestic violence. He's developed a more aggressive safety plan for Old Town. He's introduced non-lethal techniques for use whenever possible in difficult situations. And he's developed community police partnerships to better address mental health issues. He's made progress with our support and encouragement. That support and encouragement will continue. I stand with him as he continues to try and enact, excuse me, and enact change that will benefit all of us, knowing that his integrity is above reproach and that his dedication to this community is profound. As they said, Rome was not built in a day, but I think uh, the chief has a good running start. Chief Ramsey says he's looking forward to talking with the city council about getting more resources. At Equity Bank, stories of growing businesses are our favorites, so we created our own series. Visit equitybank.com napkin stories to watch the startup stories of great businesses across the Midwest. 
Well, that's Biz Talk with Bill Roy for this week. It's a production of the Wichita Business Journal. On behalf of the great staff here, thanks for listening. Thanks once again to producer Brittany Showalter and to our sponsor, Equity Bank. Have a profitable week.